back to another episode of less than 10 and even online small gang pvp podcast this is episode 32 uh i'm joined today by casper my co-host say hi casper how's it going guys uh good to be back and today our guest is og off meta roaming baller mark bridges hello hello who asked awesome. you thought about like whatever Go ahead. <laughs> I, I've fanboyed over Mark a little bit on the show before, just because I, I like when you see a battle report pop up, and it's like a bunch of nano ships, and then there's like a shield vindicator, like, <laughs> and you're flying it. It's pretty ballin', man. Like, I don't know. That's the. I like it. It's it's pretty sweet. I'm sure you saw it on the last board, not the battle report. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I know Mark has actually a ton of fans. Probably the most universally liked person in a Gorwin little group. That, that's that's true. You? Well, we'll just kind of get into what we've been up to lately. Um, wanna, do you guys want to go first? Uh, sure, I'll take it. You know, I haven't been doing too much in EVE. Uh, saying that, though, I did fly a shield uh, Ikatursa for the first time ever. I don't think I've ever flown a more broken ship. That shit hits to like what 68 with Mizan and perfect tracking. So any frigates just vaporize. It's pretty broken. Um, other than that, just uh, theory crafting for even T. Uh, Mark's actually on my team also. There's like four of us that are kind of running the show over there, but it's a pretty good group think and you know, spreadsheets galore. I can't leak how many comps we have, and they're probably all trash, but literally just spreadsheets and spreadsheets and spreadsheets. And that's that's all I've been doing, really. How about you, Mark? Yeah, I guess I've been playing it quite a lot recently. I mean, I've been playing it a lot for the past years, so whatever. But uh, I don't really do tournament stuff, really. Although Casper said I'm on his team. I just, like, join and be giving a sip and try, <laughs> like, a bad I usually just play on TQ, flying like blinked, not so good ships, <laughs> and pretend I'm a good pilot by putting more risk onto it. It's a page that out of my book. Cool. Yeah, and we're gonna get into like those ships in depth later because there's there's definitely some I want to talk to you about. Roger, Roger. As for me, um, yeah, I, I was streaming last week a little bit, uh, flying more. I've been flying the shield key quite a bit. Um, still, that the one that was donated to me. Got a new toy donated <laughs> to make it better. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it, but uh, yeah, that, that's a thing. Um, and, and it's, man, like you talk about a cat. It is broken. That It is so broken. And I wouldn't even mind if it got nerfed, even though I'm flying it a lot, because I also like flying my bling malediction. And I would just not get into like any usable range with close to an, a shield like a Tursa in my Mali. Like it's just, it's too risky. It's it's scary. 
like e Mali, Imp, anything. If I get shot once, I'm just sorry, guys, lost point, gone. I'm gonna yeah. sit at like eighty until he's spooled on somebody else. It, it's so broken. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It is broken, and that actually be interesting to see like how if it can track your imp. Like I, I I'm whew, I've had it miss obviously, but you know, a couple of misses, and every time you're just you're pulling the little handle of the gambling machine one more time, <laughs> waiting to get volleyed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wrecking south. Rip. Yeah, I uh, I had a Loki that I fed, um, which was a really cool fit. It was like I I basically took the old XLASB RD like 720 fit that people are running, and I I put some Domination 220s on it. So I managed to make everything work. Uh, it was double gyro, double TE. Uh, it, it's a very tight fit. Needs like fitting abyssals out the ass, but uh, it's pretty quick. It only had one fitting mod like which was a rig um so yeah i was pretty happy with it 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 sheds tackle very very well but uh yeah i fed it i'm probably gonna build another one it, i just didn't see the what I did it the finally die to oh let me see it was a pretty pretty terrible grid let me double check real quick that's the problem with having to commit even like under 40 kilometers to clear tackle i mean if you're 40 kilometers from tackle to clear it there's got to be a loki or, or a rapier or some crap about to get you Oh yeah, I remember now. We decided to go out in super expensive ships and try and fight like one of the test like mass thrasher gangs. Oh, <laughs> so that ended so, on ZK. So we we like fed super hard. It was really it was uh it was fun. Yeah, we got like uh like seven mil in like a dozen thrasher kills. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate that. It's like fighting cormorants, you know, thrashers, whatever. It's a lose lose. Great, you killed some cormorants. Oh rip! You just lost twenty billion in random T threes. Yeah, that's that's the way it always goes when you're fighting. And like, I get it. Like, I I have a problem not taking a fight. You know what I mean? Like, I always take the fight. And my court mates are kind of have the same mentality. Um, so, eh, I don't know. It, it's it is what it is. I mean, yeah. So okay, so they had lots of like fast tackle too, and the thrashers are all fast and they all have scrams and so they had like a saber and some tackle and we alleged to shoot that stuff first because they were swarming we had a nightmare and they were kind of like swarming getting you know ramming and tackling things uh so i don't know if we should have just like said fuck it and just cleared uh dps as fast as possible to try and sustain or or killing the tackle you know it's kind of a lose-lose because all, yeah. all of them are tackle you know what i mean it's a hard choice because once you are tackled, well, great, you're tackled and your your gut is clear the tackle. But sometimes, yeah, it's a better switch. Okay, clear DPS now, we're breaking. And that's a hard call sometimes for sure. Yeah. So that was that was my Eve highlight, it's feeding that Loki, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get into our first topic of discussion, which is the uh, the triangle changes. I don't want to call them a balance pass because uh, everything is still unbalanced. <laughs> oh, for sure. I still think this is by far the most broken class in the game. So we'll just go through one at a time and give our thoughts. So mm -hmm. the first one is the Zernitra. Where do you guys take that? The, the changes, they just increase the base damage on the ammo, the, the XL size Triclavian ammo by 150%. I mean, 150%, that seems like a lot, right? Honestly, so yeah, but... what do you think, Mark? 
I mean, does anyone even fly the ship? <laughs> Hypernet so, sellers? Yeah, you guys remember when this came out, it was the, the original stats were like so fucking broken. There's always all this talk about the insane damage and tracking it has, much like any other Triglavian ship. And there was talk about like people using it in wormhole battles where they would where they would keep it alive, feed it reps and caps, cap, and just like build spool and then siege when you're at max spool and like volley things, right? So I don't know. It it and then they nerfed it before release, uh, to the point of it being absolutely garbage. So I think it's been garbo for the last while. The only time people use it is like in events or to meme with. So I, I don't know. I don't know dreads. Um, I don't give a shit about dreads. With you there. I know nothing about dreads. So like, I, I, I hope it, I hope people have a reason to use it because it's not cheap. So that's that. I'm just trying to look up how I mean, it's, it it's not like it has right a, now. it's not like there's a fucking haw, you know, haw precursor weapon. So I don't give a shit. There's buyers for five billion Gita, but obviously Gita dreads. Who knows? I don't. I don't know how much this thing's worth. Yeah. All right. Let's get into something that we'd know about. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Kikimura mass increased uh, from one point three five to one point five six. So the net result is it's just going to be a little less agile, a little a little slower in practice because that that mass increase um, is going to affect its top speed. And like its acceleration as well, right? So, yeah, I mean, well deserved. It, sh it they should have went further, probably. Like, I'd like to see the range or tracking or both, uh, kind of taken down. And like, we've talked about this lots before. Mm -hmm. Shit, beating a dead horse. What do you I guys mean, think? I think honestly, I think the Keek's in a decent place with its class, not versus other things, but with its class. I think it's really decent. I mean, is there a faster primary ship on grid ever than the Kiki? You you see a Kiki instant. I don't care what you're doing, your primary net, and they just die, and they're expensive. Like honestly, so I I don't have a problem with this. I think it actually needs the range it has to stay alive because anything gets on top of it and it just dies. Well, here's the thing, like I don't know, I don't really fly the Kiki for those reasons. But it, if I'm in like a competent small gang, even if it's like a trio. Um, we have the the ships and the means to deal with Kikis like real fast. The problem I think with Kikis is comes when people are using them in like really leveraged situations, right? Where they're blobbing, or even when they use like a ton of Ewar and like suddenly Kiki. Or I was out in I was in Dual Wolves the other day, roaming with a courtmate Zalorb, and like dudes brought like a harpy and two Kikis to fight us in two Arty Wolves, and like we ended up getting a Kiki kill. But we had to work so hard for it um, to not just die in a fire. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. where it's oppressive. That like really small type stuff where you don't just have the DPS to to instant. Yeah, yeah competently, they're freaking scary. Totally agree. Did you say you have done like a lot easier if that was two rail cormorants instead of the two kikis? Yeah, rail corms yeah, scare the crap out of me, and they're what a quarter of the price. That's that's pretty true because the the railcorm thing is yeah, I mean the railcorms don't track quite as well right like if you true yeah that's the thing and like that so our whole strategy with the kikis was to like we were skirting at range, forcing him to load maze on 
and then like burning through him and out the other side knowing he was shield buffer just like wearing him down and then pulling back out of Maison range so he's like frantically like oh they're ramming switching to a cult we drift through a cult range now he's like shit and going back to mystic or Maison. you know what i mean like that was our whole strategy yeah it's um, probably smart and like you you can feel like going just doing that like just dancing in and out was uh like ramming through was was tough was you could feel it but but anyway I think honestly the Kiki changes sure kind of meh whatever. I think it's okay I in its class. Do wonder if like what happens to like Tengaman Kiki's with the mass increase. I believe it to be a bit more easier to pilot with the mass increase, was it? I don't exactly remember how it works, but the ability on like overpropped mo ships with higher mass would be easier. No. You think so? Just actually be able to stay in range longer? Yeah. Maybe. We do have or a, a Tenement Kiki comp as a corp, but when was the last time we took it out? Do you remember, Mark? I don't, I don't even remember. Well, huh, they do lack the EHP, even with the signature tanking aspect. Yeah, so. they just. Yeah. And if there's any logi that puts, you know, any reps onto a webby ship against us and we can't clear the webs, we just all die in a fire too. Yeah. But I do wonder what happens if Pam and Kiki is a mass increase. Probably like some of them better than me should work it out. That's a Kadesh question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is an interesting update in that regards. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, people talked about how it's like a wormhole nerf as well like for the kiki fleets maybe on a large scale i don't know i haven't mathed out i don't really care how many kikis it takes to crush a nelsec static either a two or I'm three sure. one. Oh. it's got to be a hundreds actually yeah. at least see two that's whatever so, i don't know it'd be interesting to see what like what the i don't know there's probably some point where like a kiki fleet from like what in it was doing a while back or or something like that would be affected but whatever we move on to the next one. Yeah, the, the Draugr is a big one because, okay, so the Draugr was what, or is still, because this change is not live, was entertaining because you you had this ship that was fun. Like, I really enjoyed flying it, but it was it was difficult to fly too, given it's like, what, 28 kilometer Maison range? Twenty-eight 26. with like 6% and Frentex. Yeah, so like it, it's it's tough to actually spool on something. You're literally skirting the edge of like, I mean, if somebody has an overheated faction web, like you're, you're almost in, like you're going to be in that trying to spool on things. So it, it's, it's pretty tough to fly. Like it was a, a fun, rewarding, tough ship. And like my criticism of it was like, yeah, it, it would be super strong if it had a little more range. Um, it doesn't quite feel like it doesn't have the, the range or power of a retribution. Every time I was flying it, I was kind of like, hey, it's so situational as to when you can actually put damage on things. And you know what I mean? I don't know if you guys feel the same, but uh, yeah. They, yeah, they, it was hard to fly. And I, I took it like a swag thing, like, look what I can fly and you can't because you're used to your 60 kilometer kiki nonsense. Look at me swagging at 28. And I, it was a complete niche ship. Like you see the players that flew it a lot, you know, they put lots of money into it also to make it flyable. 
but it was a kind of a, a very small knit community that actually flew them. And with the changes, I guess we haven't even said what the changes are. The changes are going to make it so everyone's going to fly it, and that that makes me sad. Yeah, so it got a range bonus. Um, so it had an optimal range of 15% per level, and that's being doubled to 30% per level. And then its max velocity was increased uh, from 318 to 325. So two like incredibly big solid changes, the range being the more important one. It was already pretty quick, um, especially because you're you're you know you can always run a rapid uh, deployment um, link on it. So you're you're always going to be fast. You're always going to have links. I don't know. It's it, so people. It's going to be used a lot, like you said. It's going to be used a lot, but I think it's not going to be used by like null groups countering nano necessarily, like the Kiki is, because it's still going to be expensive. Yeah, dude, the price went from like two hundred, I think, before spiked almost to six hundred. It was like five ninety, and it's back. I'm looking right now, back to three fifty, three sixty eight, rather. So it's definitely coming back down. So that they are expensive to fly. Um, I don't know. I hope not everyone in the world flies them. There's already been some theory going on in our theory crafting channel about doing shield draggers and flying them just like a Kiki with like a TE and the lows and maybe one or two damage mods and just sit in a range and, and role playing Kiki. So, I mean, it, it's out there. The dragger has so many yeah. different fittings that you can do. It's another reason I really, really like it. You can do a scram. You can do all uh, resist lows, like all all tanking lows, so you can get in there and just be a kind of a brawler. You can go damage. You can go scram only. I know Wild did that for a while, just scram only, because you have the link, so you got a, a link scram, so you can play in that range too. It just it's a really, really, really cool ship. But now they've made it, you know, easier and more accessible to the masses, and we'll we'll have to see. Mark, what what are your thoughts on it? Um. The Draugr before the change was more about just a meme threat. It it is a hard ship to fly, I guess, but in the end, like it's only hard when you're trying to actually put damage with a Draugr. You are like flying it like a malediction, let's say. It's not so hard. Like put it on a Republic Fleet uh, warp disruptor and have lengths you have like forty kilometer range. You can just click orbit 30 kilometer to hold point with a Draugr and maybe have a boosting capability and maybe you can kill some drones off of you. When the piloting ability is kind of questioned, it's when you have to actually put damage. But even then, the Draugr have like, what, 100 DPS from the start, which isn't like yeah. that, even that great. It's like a flight of light drone doing work. I feel like it was more of a ship that you want to pretend you're actually flying it and have fun, to be honest. So it was basically... Yeah, a, I, would, I would kind of agree not, with you. Not like very useful in that regard. And I mean, now it's a range bonus. It's a ship that can actually do work. I mean, I still don't like it because it doesn't have the enough DPS as like a Kikimora can do, but... Off to a decent spot, I believe. Yeah, frontline yeah. links for your for your tackle will be really really cool. 
And I think that's how most of us actually started flying the drugs is we'd go full tank in the lows and just flying it like a Mali primary for our, our, you know, our links and our tackle up front in front of the gang. Yeah, it sure is like a high piloting skilled ship an addiction is as of the Drogor, but I don't see a Drogor as a very special ship, to be honest with you guys. Unless you put an officer gun on it. Just okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, you can put like officer enamps on your addiction as well. So there's that. It's it's worth mentioning though, like the way you guys described how the optimal kind of optimal way to use a ship is is like this front line, almost like a malediction. So I did this recently with a Megas, uh, because you gain an extra mid, right? So you can have like I ran rapid deployment and interdiction, and. Uh, I still had a drone speed rig, so like my drones weren't fucking terrible, but uh, that's that's the way I flew it, like screening things, tackling things. You're like a malediction that's you know slightly fatter, with a with a boosh. It was pretty dope, but it, of course you get the extra mid, so you can run long point scram, right? That is, yeah. I meant to make one of those, and I haven't done it yet. It sounds really fun. Yeah, I should make another one. I fed that last one to Caracol Blob. Oof, unfortunate. Yeah, M- MJD's Bloom Your Sig Boys, remember. Oh, dude, yeah. I don't know how many times I'm like, oh, I'm getting shot. I should push this button. I push this button, and it ended yeah. up just being my delete button. Yeah, that's the way, way it goes. So, yeah, that's kind of what we think on the Draugr. Um, I, I, it's going to be really fun. Like, I think people are going to use the Draugr over Retries in Small Gang, hands down. Right? Like... If you were a retry pilot and you love the retry, I think you're going to love the Draugr now, like unconditionally. Yeah, I definitely bought six of them as soon as I saw this change because, yeah. Wait, did you get them at the the pre? Yep, yep, yep. Like oh, within man. minutes of the change, I was in Jita buying it. And I got, again, six of them at like 250, I think. And then within a day, they were at five, 600. I'm willing to buy that 300 mil. Our arm hole, by the way, Casper. Okay. Yeah, you can sell me one at three hundred. <laughs> you can come get it in our wormhole. It's all yours. Oh damn it! <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the Lashak. Lashak got a mass increase, uh, followed by a velocity increase, which really is just to compensate for the increased mass. I think. So I think this is where you guys will know more about this than me. Uh, I. So it does hurt the agility. Like it's going to feel a little fatter. But it also, uh, how much does it hurt the the wormhole mass jumping a, a, an SS? So for our small little gang, it really doesn't affect us much. Again, we have a C2. It's, uh, I think this is meant for the big old C5 blobs to, to, to work with their, again, their rolling mass. And it's not affecting us because we've got the most, what, have six, maybe seven leshes, Mark? Have you ever seen more than that? Nope. So I, it really doesn't affect us that much. And we have our Troika comp too, which we haven't used in oh, six months, maybe seven months. Since the, the cap changes, you know, this was made to be an anti-capital fest doctrine. People just don't throw caps at us really anymore. So we haven't brought that out either. So this doesn't affect us, at least personally, too much. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still a very low mass battleship. Yeah, for sure. Um, like even after the change, it's it's not a high mass battleship, so you know. I mean, yeah, I think the Lesh is actually in a good place. 
I still think it's freaking overpowered. Look at it versus any other battleship. It's freaking broken. But for its class, I think it's in a good place. Yeah, uh, I would agree. I mean, I, like, I don't I look at a Lashak as a T1 battleship. That's the thing. I, can, I more compare it to like a faction, even though it's not in game. I'm more compared. It's more compared. Well, any of these boats, right? They're almost like faction versions of. Oh, for sure. You know, like you yeah. can't you can't just think of it as like a T1. Like a Vedmac isn't, you know, comparable to a Stabber, in my opinion. No. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the Vedmac's a bad example, I guess. Yeah. All right, let's get into the Drek. The Drekovac is next. So Drone Bay reduced 125 to 75. And I don't know what a Drekovac was doing with a fucking 125. Uh, Agreed. Drone Bay to begin with. Like, I I don't get it. So anyway, it's down to 75, and then they also, well, the and the bandwidth, 75 to 50. So it, it's it got, yeah, a more appropriate uh, size drone bay and bandwidth for a hull that uh, isn't specialized in drones. True. And then the so, mask got a slight bump, so okay, again, what whatever. Yeah. Also, 75 M3 is a weird bandwidth anyway. Like, What is that? Is that... Uh, two heavies, two. Yeah, it's it's two heavies, two mediums, and a light, right? I believe so. Yes. Okay, so it's like some weird optimized damage, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you only use that like flight when you're blowing as well. Yeah, but what do you think of the overall changes there, Mark of the Drek? Uh, it doesn't really affect how I would fly a Dragoback, but I guess it's a slight DPS decrease if you're brawling. But it doesn't really matter, to be honest. Yeah, the Drek, I, I just, you know, against other battlecruisers, this shit is so broken. It has so much base EHP, and it works really, really well with the Zarm because it has so much EHP that you, the Zarm gets time to spool. You know, you get two links, you get great tracking, huge DPS, like, the ship is very good. I would say huge DPS, but I mean yeah, you can spool really up to huge. I guess. Versus like a you know, I guess Brutix Navy isn't a good example. That's a good ship too. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is in a good place. I think this wreck's basically in a good place. It's a bit it may be a bit too fast, but maybe if the mass increase would change that. Yeah, I haven't put this into Pyfe yet. More Kadesh questions. How much this actually affected us? We used to run Drex for everything. Remember, there wouldn't be a time that we didn't have a fleet without Drex, and it's kind of faded away. And I don't really know why, but isn't as popular, at least in our little circle. It's a team on Battlecruiser in the end of the day. You get exit on by long-range production damage. Yeah, that's true. I guess you're not quite fast enough to get away from it either. Yeah, you're fast, but I don't think it repped that much good. Well, it does get resist bonus on its hull, but... Like, the typical nano fit is, is good, but, I mean, it, like, that's the thing, is it's it's still a, a T1 battleship with a fat sig. Like... But yeah, let's move on to the Vedmac, because the Vedmac got an interesting change. They removed its uh, 5% to tracking per level and gave it a 7.5 to optimal range. How are oh. you guys? You guys going to fly this now? 
I think nope. we have to ask the question, does anyone fight the Omen Navy issues nowadays? Amelia? So I, 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 like, I was talking about this in Discord. I fucking, the Omen Navy is a ball and ship. Like, and I know it's, and you're right, this is like, I mean, a, a Maison Vedmac is 100% better than a Nomen. It just is. There's... What is Maison studying damage on a Ved? I, whew, I don't know anything about it, except for these scare the crap out of me when they're ramming my imp because they got nudes. Yeah, they, it's a scary ship. I don't even know what it is, what, what it's going to be. I haven't mathed it out. Um, I guess, I guess like starting ramp is going to be two, two, in the 200s. At 210 DPS when you have like two Entropics. Yeah. So. Uh, like 68.6 meson you can do that with two tracking computers though so yeah, I'm, not to ask what is that fitting. I'm just i don't know what's uh what's an omen navy with like aura or, or scorch rather 47 about 50 kilometer less than that so it yeah. might be super similar yeah but, i don't know so here's the thing about the nomen this is why i like it so you can feel when you make plays in a Nomen uh, because they're not super powerful. And frankly, the power of the Nomen is is where I wish like medium guns, the limit was like as far as tracking and everything goes, like I wish Eve was balanced in a way that the Nomen stats are kind of as good as it gets. And that trickles down. Like I don't think fucking Corms should be able to project like they do. And I don't think lots of stuff should be able to project like it does. I think it'd be more fun in a game where where Nomans and like that fifty kilometer mark and roughly the tracking of uh, of Scorch is kind of like the ceiling. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I suck in a Nomen. That is I all. Do agree. I do actually agree. I love the Nomen and where the ship is at, the tank, the damage. They are very balanced in my. Yeah, I think that's a great ship also for just learning the game because as you said, you know, you get rewarded for playing well and you know when you mess up too because you're just flat out dead. So it's, I think it's if kind you... of like a daddy slicer in that way. Like everyone's yeah. always talked about how a slicer teaches people cap management. It teaches people uh, like tracking and, and, and like manual piloting and um, transversal and all these things, right? And I think the yep. same applies to a Nomen. Like it's fucking 100 mil and it also teaches you cap like cap better almost better cap management or me more realistic if you want to fly larger ships because you have a cap booster as well so you have to like keep that in mind and have that awareness to realize when you have to inject and you know i don't know go watch call of the wild from 2012 or whatever yep and uh and feel the gnomon love no, anyone who asks, you know, what's a good ship for me to learn into, I always say Slicer first and second, Nomen. Like, if you can fly those two ships well, yeah, you're going to get outprojected by some things and just die. But if you can fly those two ships well, you can fly any kitey nonsense you want, in my opinion. Yeah, and a lot of people will say, like, get a Nosprey, right? But, like... There's no tracking involved. Zero. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, you're probably going to be better as a new player in a Nosprey than a Nomen. Like, you're going to contribute more. But also, man, I like to shit on rapid lights and like, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want people to fly them. <laughs> like, no, you know, I hate, I don't know. I hate nomens or no, a, ospreys. Yeah. It's such a bullshit weapon system. And like, you're just, I don't know. And plus people go on reload and then things don't die. Like that's the way it works. 
True. Like, you start, you're trying to burst something down and like Buddy goes on reload. It's like, well. So do you think we'll see more Vedmax now than Omens? I mean, the Nomens aren't so popular, at least in Null. I mean, do you think we'll start seeing more Vedmax? Yes, I think so. Because they are also very fast. And yeah, true. Like, like uh, I, I'd have to put a fit together. So the Vedmax fit I was flying a while back was like a LSEX, LASB fit that just gets wrecked by newts because the cap is so fucking poor. Like you get a heavy, like you're, you can't go within, even fall off of a heavy newt. You're just done. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So like, uh, I think, I think doing like a, like a very lightly tanked Ansel rep, uh, Vedmac is going to be pretty good. Um, maybe like dual entropic with a TE or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. And then an ancil rep and and uh, like rep amount rigs and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. You know, what similar I mean? to Omen Navy lows. Yeah, just lightly. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. For sure. We'll see. We'll see. And I just want to like you get a web and newts too. Like it's so much more defensive. It's uh, legitimately a scary ship if it's ramming a frigate. Like that's great anti-tackle. It's usually just as fast as any normal frigate, and if it gets on top of you, you're just dead. Yeah, we'll see where the price kind of falls and. I mean, it, yeah, it could be great for like a like a bu more budget. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to bling one because I would just fly the icky. But like, in in a more engageable looking like T one kind of nano gang. Um, yeah. You know, beside like Cinnable and you know, Phantasm, like a not a bling Phantasm. You know that kind of stuff. It it, it yeah, it'll be cool. Nice. No changes to the team at. Listen, CCP, if you ever listen to this, change my dang Tiamat. Thank you. How? Because you are quoted as calling it the strongest ship in EVE multiple times. I 100% agree. Imagine your Nomen on like steroids times 10, and that's the Tiamat. It has yeah, like. But how, how would you change it? I would like the same thing that happened to the Vedmac change. I don't care about my tracking, I just take a little bit more range. I can fly around tracking. But I have to do like 6% implants and strong frentics to get out to about 50. That's, uh, and that's with Mizan, yeah? So I'd like Mizan to be 68. And then I can go like Mystic it to 40 and I'd be set. Anyway, end, end of my story. But I would like a little bit more range to the DMAP. I don't know. I, I think our listeners might find some subtle enjoyment in listening to you complain. Yeah, about yeah, trips. yeah. You haters. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> damn it. We're we're here with some breaking weather news. Uh, storms are in game. Syndicate is seeing a storm. PF Tac three four six. Uh, one of two first uh, metaliminal storms in Eve. Uh, I'm not sure what type it is. I haven't heard. I could probably not be lazy and look, but I will tell you guys that it uh, has a on the in-game map. You can see it if you go by. So open your in-game map, go to settings, and uh, under what what tab is that? Under geography, geography and st uh, statistics. Geography. <laughs> Man, it's the morning. Yeah. Uh, scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see Metaliminal Storms. You highlight that, and it gives you a very nice little graph graphic where the epicenter of the storm is in a red circle, 
and then the one jump out is orange, and then you get, uh, I think it's two jumps out, or is it three jumps out from that? You, it's two jumps out. You get um, a, a yellow circle for the like minor effects. Uh, so yeah, we have the one in Syndicate, and the other one is in KBP, uh, and I'm told the one in KBP is um, the the storm that buffs relic sites and nerfs cloaking, and I think it has like the EM damage penalty. Uh, you were so. we were talking about it off right before we started recording that it was interesting that these were just in null um like first jumps into null is do you think there's anything to that okay like how many high sec entry null systems are there in eve not many like what are the chances really not. that it randomly picked two like i think i think ccp place to them there although maybe i don't know they're probably going to say no they're going to deny it you think they're just trying to get like max amount of metrics to see how players interact with this nonsense so they put it in like super high traffic half to travel areas or again just rng that happens to be like one of four main things yeah i don't know i don't know so that's the only way you can see it if you autopilot or set desto there uh you don't get a like on your autopilot nothing comes up I haven't jumped into the system yet, so I don't know if if that gives you a warning. But uh, I see people kind of, I've seen people kind of complaining about that. Like, I don't know. I Okay, so there should be an autopilot um, icon. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's where it should stop. I don't think we should be giving people fucking no. super advanced warnings. Dude, about this. Eve like, used be to be a freaking sandbox, and you had to have bookmarks even to go to the gate at zero. Give me a break, you whiny punks. That is all. Yeah. Hard <sighs> agree. Anyway, um, hey Mark, have you seen the the actual the different storm effects? If so, do you have a favorite? I actually haven't checked it. Well, I thanks for it. your input. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no worries. Sorry. Unfortunate. Dang it. I'm sure CCP would have introduced the UI that shows up on your HUD, like. The way way they're doing like whatever bonuses on your sip, like uh, in the, system, yeah, like the wormhole effects. I'm sure CC could have implemented that. Yeah, they did. So, that's so that's when you're gonna make your decisions when you're in the system and you yeah. mouse over and <laughs> yeah. nice. And must like see my guns having like less range or something. And like, okay, well, I'm gonna dog up for today. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. Nice. Man, I was yeah. really stoked about the Gamma Ray Storm one uh, pre one of the changes because you get 25 more, 25% more shield HP, 100% more warp disruption and scram range. This again pre changes, and uh, minus 25% sig radius. So I was like, huh, imp. With like you know a 47k scram, I was super stoked. But then they changed the scram range to cap uh, regen. And so, whatever, I get more shield and less sig, so it's still going to be good on the imp, but not whatever. Anyway, there's that. All right, let's get into our next uh, talking point, which is basically just talking to Mark, because uh, like we mentioned, a lot of people kind of fanboy over his fits and uh, battle reports with with you. I know I do. Uh, I love seeing some of the shit, some of the highlights for me are like, you you were flying like a kiting rail Proteus quite a bit. Oh, God. And and the obviously the shield active shield vindicator are some off, like really off meta ships like blaster vindicator. Let's be real, um, kind of off meta ships that that you fly quite a bit. And uh, 
And it's not always like a battle report where it's dying. Like there's some pretty impressive shit going on. So what, like, what, what do you like about flying stuff that other people kind of aren't? Okay. I mean, <laughs> I doubt that it doesn't die and it actually do stuff, but I, there are a lot of like steps that are like thrown the same way. Like you were talking about, uh, about Bednak as like, it, pretty similar to the omen navy issue i mean i do like the omen navy issue but it feels like those are like ordinary ships like it isn't really special in flying those ships i do like such as the phantasm for example like they have like the ab bonus which makes the ship so unique that it can like be flown in a different way than other ships and those are the ships i do like to fly make the game more interesting fair so ab is that why like the the vindicator and vigilant with their their web bonus same yeah, 90 percent web bonus it's so a shit with unique random things yeah i do like the pirate faction ships for those kind of reasons a lot fair now we have seen a bunch of nonsense with uh all right here's a a Vindicator or Vigilant with also Serpentese guns. Where, where'd you get that idea for the whole role play, everything? Uh, I don't remember what I started out with for that. Was it the Phantasm or the Nightmare? I don't know. I, I remember the Phantasm, I think, first. I just like didn't feel right to fit Imperial Navy heatsink instead of true Sansa heatsink on a Sansa ship and then I just went to extreme and put all Serpentis module on the what was it the Vindicator Cruiser yeah, uh, yeah Vigilant. Vigilant yeah and called it like Shadow Serpentis as a ship name and like flew those it was quite fun Jesus, you fucking Goran guys are worse than CVA <laughs> hey we like our role play okay listen <laughs> That's yeah, I, he, you know, like you say that I kind of I've felt that too, where you're like putting a mod on a ship and you're like, why, like, why am I putting the, you know, lame Empire faction version on? But so it's so it's entirely role play, though. I mean, obviously, there's some fitting like, oh, yeah. bonus to yeah, like, guns like, and stuff like that. I think I spent like one point pile bill on the president, but like, I think you can like make basically the same fit for the cost of like 300 mil i believe yeah so are you flying it's like a the standard rail vigilant um basically yeah, like light armor tank so. yeah yeah cool long point and then do you fly do you like when you fly the the web bonus ships do you roll for for like 99 webs or do you just use a, a normal faction web what did I say about fitting faction modules on my faction ships? I do fly the Shadow Serpent of Space Web Fire, of course. <laughs> so you don't want to roll it just because you, yeah. you want to keep yep. a Shadow Serp? Fair, okay, okay. That's oh, awesome. that's amazing. So what right. about, Mark, I got a question. All right, so you have a, a Vigilant or Vindicator with the Shadow Serp web, of course. Are you allowed to abyssal roll it if it's Shadow Serp, or does it have to be just stock shadow i just keep it shadow sarp on the name Oof. all right mr rules and role play here dude i can't i can't believe that 
the story is coming out right now of of uh, infamous Mark Bridges using like fitting slots for role play reasons. It's, 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 it's not at all what I thought we were going to be talking about, but that's great. I like to criticize my corp mates for fitting up like not the right faction modules on their sips. Yeah, I think everyone should get on board. So tell me about the Proteus, because you're flying like, so the thing I see when the, with the Proteus <clears throat> is just, it's very slow. So obviously you can, uh, yes. you can fix that to a point with high grade snakes, but it's still fairly slow, but you were flying it, um, ba like a baby Adrestia basically, right? Yeah. It was named Adrestia as well. The sip name. True. <laughs> nice. So you get a, like a really long point, long scram rails. Like, what do you, do you enjoy flying that? Or is it, were you kind of like, should I be trying one? Or were you disappointed? I was disappointed, I guess, because I'm not flying that anymore. I tried to make up with the speed by using high-grade snakes, Abyssal MWD, and Bifrost Backpack. And even after that, it was like, it didn't seem right. I mean, being slow is kind of fine with the bonus scram being like able to hit up like 30 kilometer maybe with things as well. Because you can like defensive scram and control like any incoming scepters. I just didn't like the EHP and the tank on it, I believe. It wasn't agile enough to like move out of like damage range and it didn't have the enough EHP nor the active tank power to like sustain on grid. It just get pressured so hard. Also, the T3C does not have like a good signature radius to begin with as well. Yeah, I think like the last year and a half, two years, kind of we've seen like capitals get nerfed and SIG was very important then. Like we saw a lot of 100 MN ships. But I think even now, like SIG is still equally important, even though caps got nerfed just because of all the subs that have amazing projection and tracking, right? Like, mm -hmm. It, it really hasn't changed, just the ships applying to us have changed. The meta has shifted for sure. I think I'm tending more towards like tank more than speed at this point because you can like pull range with your speed, but even then you're getting like so much damage projected. So you just want the raw tank to do it. Yeah, for sure. I, I know like in my shield icky, I feel like that is the border of of like tank that like I don't want less. And that's just an LSE, an XLASB, and I use the ADC. So like when I start soaking damage, I use the ADC early in hopes that I can like get another cycle off late. Um, but if it's too much damage, like I I know immediately if I'm if I'm getting chunked with my ADC on that I should just be leaving. But uh, that's kind of special with an ADC. Ships that don't have that, I mean, you, you really need, like you say, an abundance of tank. I just felt like the Proteus had like no tank against whatsoever damage you're going to take. So I think I did sit for that reason, especially with the SP loss. It actually hurts. <laughs> How many SP do you actually have? I don't have any idea. I think I have like 130 mil. All right, so decent. But anyway, retraining skills always sucks. Speaking of which, I forgot to retrain Minmatar Defensive Systems 5. Oof. <laughs> Putting it in right now. Yeah. I, oof. Did you guys play, again, 
always we get to this back in the day when you forget to like upgrade your clone and you'll always lose like Calari BS5 or some nonsense. You guys ever have that happen? I wasn't even playing the game at that time, so. Okay. Yeah, I I did. I don't remember what skills I've lost. I know I have lost stuff in the past, but um, it was it was so long ago. I don't recall. I'm so glad that's freaking gone. I again, I lost Kadari BS five. I think like four times. So dumb. Anyway, thank you CCP it, for that. Because it, it, it prioritized like a high. Yep. Yeah, it wouldn't like take you know like uh like fucking medium drones four. Oh. I take like my level five learning skill or something. Sure, please yeah. take that, not BS five. Anyway, whatever. Let's let's kind of get into like uh, your history, a little Mark. So, uh, when did you start playing? Um, and, and who did you fly with? How'd you get into where you are now? Okay, I should open up my employment <laughs> history in game actually, because I don't even remember when I started playing. Apparently. It was the January of 2K15 that I started playing Eve. Well, I didn't do much at the start. I only did like some level 4 missions in high so I can quit the game for a while. I think I tried like low sec PvP like three times or something in a rapid light caracal. I still remember my first kill. I think it was like had maybe Comet and I was like very surprised having a frigate kill. That's almost as worse as my Caracal Cruiser kill. <laughs> and I got pretty hyped with that kill. I went back to low sec again, and I got, like, blowed by, like, 10-man T3D fleet. That was before T3D nerf, by the way. Oof. I think I got the Jackdaw into, like, half armor and then died. And that was when I was like, hey, I have to join a blob to do PvP in this game. Fuck this. And then to play <laughs> newbies. Which was in Quarius at the moment, with the Quarius Fight Club thing going on. And I joined their standing fleet as a standing fleet warrior instead of PvPing there. Which was quite fun, actually. It was like 2016 when the game was a bit more interesting than what it is now. Where with like people playing like T1 trash and stuff a lot, so had fun there for a while. Eventually, I got like kind of bored, or like I did a lot of standing play PvP, so I wanted to do something new. And Brave had a special interest group at that time when we were up in Fade, I believe, North, where we named that Sig Parado Social Club, doing like small gang PvP in Brave. Was a lot of fun having like similar-minded people doing EPVP. I truly enjoyed that SIG, which eventually became a corp since after Fight Brave moved back to Catch, where we where the Brave stage is out now. But the like, Catch was like pretty trash for small gang roaming because the only place you can go for is Providence or Delve. And if you go to Delve, you're going to get bosoned or whatever trash, so you're not going to roam there. And Providence isn't really fun place to roam. We went there a lot, but it wasn't like that refreshing. So Parato Social Club left Brave and then went up to North again, like put up an Astra, like right next to Horde staging in 
where was it like seven y what was that system i forgot seven rm i think is the system we did some small gang pvp over there which was a lot of fun horde always provides content for us and it's real fun engaging them i do love ph so much mm -hmm. but and then the content kind of got like repetitive if i make sense what i'm saying yep, yep, repetitive makes sense perfect and like so my corp ceo decided like we can join an alliance to have a goal in eve and we contacted skill yourself and we got into skill yourself and did some drone land pvp i think that was the most interesting experience i've had in eve like burning the drone lands was that with that was capco and dexter and that crew right yeah yeah yeah. and Bara and the warpout and stuff yeah it was actually so fun i think i stepped up my like small young pvp level as like an isk level because i think i started to find the nightmare when i joined screw yourself with like c type inbows and stuff i pretty much only flew like t2 fit trash maybe a bit more expensive but like since we moved to drone lands we i started like find bring your sips bringing in that rental money right yeah maybe yeah yeah more like faction fort money but yeah but yeah same and yeah well skew yourself eventually died out because like there was nothing for like a hundred man alliance to do in this game and yeah and i went to golden clade with introduction from dexter which i made acquaintance with in scare yourself and here i am now joining what is the city corp i am in right now <laughs> this game is terrible in the alliance warlords of the deep whatever city corp i am in now yeah we jump corp pretty often huh true yeah my employment history is a mess now <laughs> so that's a that's a very interesting topic the 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 corp jumping right like when you guys do that do you find your fight quality changes obviously eventually it it, it gets back right and people pick up on it but like how, like when Goran changes from Goran to Code or whatever to Warlords, like is is there an immediate difference? Yeah, actually true. Um, honestly, to Warlords, not so much. This most latest one because Warlords, we won an AT ish for twenty nine days with Warlords, so everybody kind of knows. And then you know the game is kind of getting smaller because of all the communication, discords, you know, everybody's on comms now you know, Reddit, all that. So people kind of know names a little bit better, but definitely we went to code when we first were in Kuvakai's and we first started Gorwin, people were just chucking everything right and left at us and it made a huge, huge difference. And then after, you know, one big fight with somebody and then they get wiped, oh, they'll start to look up and then they'll know. And then you can see it with little, you know, you have eyes in different people or people will show you pings and you'll be like, oh, these are these guys. And people will start to recognize 
But right at the start, you know, there are some big, big changes with, you know, the ticker tank, as they call it. I blame podcasts, to be honest. Well, podcasts are the worst. (laughs) I mean, we, in fairness, we've been thinking about, um, like, not seriously, but like people have made comments about uh, ticker tank. And it's like, I just wonder if it's even worth it. Like, it's like, and we don't generate the type of BRs that you guys do. But we still see pings and stuff like, uh, like especially from groups like Brave about like oh fighting thermo and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if it would make a difference or not for us. But you know, there's stupid people like Mark Bridges who you watch like you know Horde or Brave and you're like, oh, it's Mark. He's with Gorwin, and so you have a certain player that is picked out. And so we, I guess, we just need to make Mark just reroll a character because I blame him. Yeah. I'm accepting any ISK donations to make a new character, by the way, Casper. I'm poor? What? What? Right. Just sell one AT ship and build Mark <laughs> a new character. <laughs> Easy clap. So, Mark, you have any, any new, you know, off-meta things you're working on? Off-meta things? Uh, not too much but i'm trying out this phantasm which have like an excel sealed booster with crystals instead of like snakes oh so as you said more tank and less speed okay have you got any fights with it yet so it's a a Uh, standard shield booster like standard excel uh just excel booster yeah huh mark standard what are you using for uh the cap are you just like a cap booster or are you using like a regen fit uh use your medium cap booster Nice. Well, the, the this Excel booster have like a about the same like capacitor consumption as a PIS X type large sealed booster. So if you actually can fit those on a ship like a cruiser, it's basically a better sealed booster. It just takes so much fittings. How many fitting mods do you have on this stupid thing? Uh, the T2 ancillary rig and the PD, I mean, the reactor control unit in the low. It's not that bad. I'm React- also like Oof. trying to make uh, if cable carries fit on my alt, like scepter alt. I really like to like make fits for my alt to fly. It just like seems like I'm wasting my like subscription money if I'm like only flying like let's say an interceptor or a bifrost on my ult. It just doesn't feel right. So I want to have like a new ship to fly with my ult. So speaking of that, talk to me about these Gila's I've seen you and, and Misty be flying on your ults. Uh, I mean, Misty tell, tell me a little about those. Actual Gila fits, like not like trash Gila fits. I do fly the trash Gila fits that have like, it usually have a single warp core stabilizer in the low and i have like triple drone nav comp on the mid slots and i have like five dli's in the highs i usually just like park it like 120 kilometers to 150 kilometers off the fight and like just assign the super fast medium drones on my main and like give a free 500 dps boost on my main <laughs> ship it's actually pretty cool if you can actually like, keep an eye on your ult, but knowing me, I have like very low APM and like concentration. I always die. 
when I'm tabbed out in my healer, but that's fine. You get 500 mil, uh, 500 more DPS free for like 250 million left. I guess, exactly. so you just, what's your favorite ship to use that like with, or just whatever you have out, just bring a Gila? Uh, the Gila, whatever you, you have is fine, I think. Well, the Gila, I might actually like to fly it with something like a Phantasm or maybe a Rayo Vigilant or something. Like the Gila drones excel at killing something like a Jaguar or Interceptors. Maybe not Interceptors so much, but Jaguars. So if I'm like going out in like a ship like the Phantasm, it won't kill a Jaguar, obviously, with EM storm lock damage mm -hmm. and like beams are like horrible at tracking frigates. If you can like assist like a Valkyrie on the Phantasm, you're gonna get rid of Jaguars so quickly. So I think the heal works kind of well with that kind of like stuff, like some ships that have like trouble fighting against like Jaguar or Assault Break Blobs. Yeah. Now, how do you keep like your all, do you just like keep at range 100 kilometers or do you just keep kind of tabbing back and just aligning to different things? How do you actually keep that? Uh, the Gila, I think you have to actually like tab it in and like keep aligning to different places or like actually manual piloting. Keep making sure your drones didn't decide to just like return to you. Yeah. Or like maybe like see your Gila drifting out of like his drone control range, which have like I do tend to like forget about the heal and like once you notice like kills like 300 kilometers off the field like <laughs> what, what is the drone control there? range uh 180 or something I believe it's like triple DLA that's, that's pretty big actually mm -hmm. so you fit a warp core stab on it like how many like you're really fighting fire with fire taking a page out of the ratting Ishtar's book here <laughs> Like how, like how, how good does it make you feel when something like burns out and tackles your your alt, and then you just warp off? Oh, like, I've had the snowball like ramming my healer and like staying at five hundred meter away from it, and I just pressed warp, and like I didn't see ya. Did Did you feel good? It did feel good. Like, I think it, in the end, like one warp course out won't matter if you're fighting a blob. So I think I did the warp course out maybe. Oh, I, I'm gonna make fun of you now. Every time you make you catch like an Ishtar and it warps off, be like, "Well, yeah. this is karma." Yeah, exactly. True. I did. Love you are tainted now, Mark. I did see the Ishtars warping off and say, "Said like, why can't I do that myself?" Fast <laughs> on my head, so it's more uh, of the Easter guys saying like, "Why I can't I cast this healer? It's karma. True. So talk to me a little bit about your playstyle, Mark. If you, you know, do you like to go out with you and your alt and, and kind of start your own fights and then let, you know, us blobbers and, and ping warriors come? Or would you rather be a part of like a five, six, seven man gang as kind of a DPS or what, what, what do you like to do? I don't like playing solo as much as I did before. It's just like flying solo doesn't like seem organic. Like you're very limited to what you can engage and what you cannot engage and like what you can do and what you can not do. So I do like being a part of the gang of like maybe like three to four people that I actually know. That's and very... DPS I, or tackle? What 
obviously DPS with your swag stuff is kind of what you're known for, but is that is that your favorite thing? Probably, yeah. I hate flying cackle, to be honest. I cannot fly a frigate. Like, I'm awful at it. Like, <laughs> my brain can't handle a sip going four kilometer per second cold. Uh, I'll remember that when we put you in ships for even tea. <laughs> um, four uh, is cold, so you don't like fast cruisers either. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Four kilometers too fast for my brain. That's funny. Everyone has that threshold, though. Like, uh, like I don't like flying snaked stilettos because they they are too fucking fast. Like, they it doesn't. I don't like it. Um, well, that's why I like the snake malediction. It has a plate and all tanks, so it's like a little slower. But even when you heat, I heat my bling mally. It's like uh, it, it's getting pretty difficult to it like the time to process is a lot lower right even though it's a one second tick uh i don't know i can relate to that oh the piloting i can do with the scepter is click orbit 20 kilometer or click align and approach <laughs> like that's everything i can do with the flying and interceptor drive-by oh. scrams are not existence on my dictionary Mark, we got we got a, a reputation to uphold here. Remember, we're supposed to yeah. be like the better corpse in the game. Careful what you tell people. All right, let's get into our next segment on uh, <laughs> Masterclass on Manual Piloting. Mark, take oh, over. Oh, oh, God. Nope, it's not happening. Nice. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's everyone uh, has their strengths, and it's important to recognize what your strength is, right? And and your weakness, too. So that's uh, that's pretty funny. So you just you, you'd fly like cheap disposable tackle then when you do? <laughs> I do now. Yeah, I do now. I used to fly like faction stilettos on my alt, but I stopped flying those when I got like wrecking shot by an Ikitsursa before against like I believe XIX. And we've I done complete circle. Yeah, right. Back to the Yiki. Uh, too funny. Cool. Well, oh. any anything else you guys wanted to kind of add before we... I wrap it up yeah i kind of want to wrap up but a quick i do have a question you know mark we've talked about you know in our quote we're scared of china russia has its time zone we just flat out want to engage them but uh you're japanese obviously is there a big japanese community in eve like this is something i know nothing about uh, maybe not that big i guess like the Cardarius alliance up in the north did they move maybe or the largest japanese alliance i think do you guys keep in touch, or is it uh, just like, eh, I know who they are, meh, I know them. who they are, kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, they can, like, probably pretty hard, I guess, on the AUTZ department. Also, like, there's a Korean core alliance in Losec. I forgot their name. Like, Seas Green, was it? They oh, yeah, yeah there Japanese is. Japanese corp inside that as well, which is oh, I know a that. pretty large community, I believe. I forgot the corp name, but yeah. Also, like the infamous like Takuya Gogiko, he's yep. a Japanese streamer. He does have a Japanese small gang community Discord going on, and like he do ping from time to time to gather some like roaming members. Have you taken part on that? Uh, yeah, a couple of times before. The community has be have gone a bit larger them my yeah. liking so i haven't like joined them in a while but they can like 
roam around with like 10 people in their like favorite sips and like get some like nice battle report with them. Yeah. Are you uh are you famous in, in that community? Uh, as you I are in ours? So. I mean like am I even famous in your community? I Everybody knows that. who Mark Swag Bridges is. <laughs> Just saying. Do like to stay low on raiders because I do fly unnecessarily bring sips, but whatever. Ah, no Primary Casper, please. Thank you. <laughs> no, Frederick, no. Frederick von Hol is typing. Right. True. I'm not as blinky as his Vikings, I believe. I would like to believe. That's the thing. I always look at his killboard and like, if I just stay under the value of these <laughs> exactly. kills. <laughs> Uh, too funny. All right, guys, let's move into shoutouts then. Uh, you guys go first. Um, shoot, I didn't even think about this part. Um, you know what? I'm gonna shout out a guy in our corp. I know I'm. I need to, you know, expand, but it's always my corp members. Yeah, MD5 is his name. Everyone calls him Dildo because he had a, a character called Dildo Dan that <clears throat> got banned because of the name or had to change it. So he just changed it to MD5. Don't actually know why. But Dildo's been on. He's been feeding stuff. He's been all time zones. The guy's a Euro, but he's on an American time zone, our time zone, just creating content for the corp. So I'm going to do a shout out to freaking Dildo. Even people that walk around in my house, I have two, three housemates. They'll walk by as I'm screaming, Dildo, go tackle him. And they'll just give me the weirdest look. And now it's just a running joke in my household. Well, why don't you go ask Dildo about it? And just, it's pretty funny, you know, how Eve life turns into real life sometimes. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm going to talk about like squirrel moment, you know, unfortunate Mark has coined that statement and I've been saying it in real life oh, too. Yeah. Anything will happen. Like, you know, some guy will cut me off as I'm driving and I'll go unfortunate. And then I'm like, gosh, damn it. Why, why am I saying this even nonsense? So again, maybe shout out to Mark and Dildo for, for going into real life and finding content. That's all I got. Okay, who should I shout out? I haven't like even thought about it, I guess. Uh, maybe Mystical Might, Oof. I guess. He should have been like on the guest for this podcast like a while ago. I think he was actually, yeah, about the bushes and bubbles. Yeah, bushes yep. and bubble gameplays. He was, I heard he was doing some educational speech on the podcast. <laughs> I actually asked about the educational part, but yeah. He, I think he is one of the best players in regards of like manual piloting or like piloting precision during like drive-by scrams and stuff, which I am never good at. I do respect him for like doing all the bush plays and like cool tricks with his manual piloting skills. And I'd wish him to do the manual piloting class instead of me who is very bad at piloting. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think nice. that's what I can give a shout out to. Yeah, thank you. That's all. That works. Sounds good. I'm going to give my shout out to Adam Deathstroke. Uh, he he helped me out with some with some less than 10 merch type stuff. So yeah, we got some we got some stickers coming, guys. Um, I, I'm not sure how I'm going to distribute them. Definitely going to prioritize getting them out to the Patreon supporters and uh, yeah, getting a big, big stack of stickers. That's kind of cool. Drain my Patreon box account. No more Ford Ranger in, uh, saving up. Oof. But, uh, but 
that's, that's, that's an old joke about Patreon bucks getting me a Ford Ranger. I don't know why it was a Ford Ranger. I don't want a Ford Ranger. But anyway. <laughs> Probably better than White Claws. All right. So yeah, so so some stickers coming out. Uh, look for that, guys. Um, and yeah, that's that's the episode. Uh, I want to thank Mark for hanging out and, and sharing 1 a.m. Freaking go, Mark. Yeah. Oh, thank you for the invitation. You bet. All right, guys, just remember, it's not the size of your gang. It's how much role play items you have on it. Thank you, Mark. God bless. <laughs>